Welcome to Mortgage Broker Acceleration with James Vagley and Ash Playstead. Being a successful mortgage broker is not just about offering great rates and great service. You need to become the best marketer, leader and strategist to outthink your competition. If you want to grow your mortgage business and do it smarter, keep listening. If you want to accelerate even faster, visit www.brokerworkshop.com. That's brokerworkshop.com. Now, let's accelerate. Here's James and Ash. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the MBA podcast. It's James here in the driver's seat and in the other driver's seat, Ash Playstead. How are you doing? Driver and navigator. Yeah, I'm doing super well, James. How are you? Fantastic. So, listeners, let's get into this controversial episode. This is my this is one of my favorites. And the subject of today is to turn your phone and email off. And I know for this industry as mortgage professionals, turning your phone and email off might seem like the dumbest thing you could possibly do given most mortgage brokers pride themselves on being available at the drop of a hat. And I know each and every one of you are probably thinking, if I turn my phone and email off, I'll lose business. There's going to be fires. My referral partners will ditch me and I'm going to lose business to the banks and other brokers. And number one, we're here to tell you that's completely false. And we want to have a bit of a challenging conversation with you around why you should do this. And there's a couple of things to this conversation that you might not expect. So let's dive in, Ash. If you want to have uncommon success, you've got to do uncommon things, right, James? It's uh, mm-hmm. this is a this is a real pebble in the shoe type topic. You know that you know the smallest little pebble can bring down a giant. And I think we see this a lot with mortgage brokers that are focusing on lots of other things in their business, systemizing this and systemizing that, but are still manacled to their phone and their email through that belief system that you mentioned, which is if I don't immediately re- you know, respond to contact, um, this relationship, that relationship, this customer, that referral will go elsewhere. So, yeah, it's a, it's a sort of a bit of a tangled psychological structure, but we know, we just know that the truth here is diametrically opposite what a lot of people believe and it, if there's any industry body thinking into this we'll probably get um yeah we might stir up some controversy here because we are we are talking about and recommending strongly that you do the opposite of what you might hear in your industry training and your industry mentoring mm-hmm. so let's kick it around a bit yeah because the the opposite is true, which you, you, you just mentioned or hinted to, I think, in that our listeners are thinking, if I turn them off, I'll lose. But in actual fact, if you turn them off, it has the opposite effect to what you're thinking. In It's a little bit like the uh, general practitioner and the surgeon factor. It's um, You would never get through at the drop of a hat to the surgeon, to the head surgeon, but they're the most sought after in demand of all and most highly paid, we should add. So that's where we would like the mortgage industry to get to, away from a drop the hat, um, you know, rock up to your house at nine o'clock at night and pat the dog and transition to a proper, a real professional uh, 
service proposition, a little bit like financial advisors and accountants and lawyers, they do not come to your house and answer their phones. They don't have mobile phones. And I think the mortgage industry can and should get to this point and it will ele elevate the status even further. So let's talk a little bit about uh, why we need to do this for a start. Well, the easy one, there's two of them, Ash. There's, the easy one is distraction. Well, it's no secret that if you have your phone and email, most, most of our listeners will have their phone with them right now, attached, glued to their hip pocket. Their phone is on, their emails are on, notifications are on. I'm guessing most of our listeners, if you get an email, there's a ding that goes off on your phone. If you get a message, there's a ding. If there's a call coming through, it rings. It's probably the same on their laptop. There's the little mail icon. There's notifications, i.e. there are there's a distraction and an interruption every single minute. And it doesn't take a genius to work out, Ash, that if you have your phone and email on and it's ringing and blinging and notifying you every five seconds, you are never going to be able to focus and get anything meaningful done, are you? Oh, definitely not. I, look, I crossed this bridge many years ago, right? And this is going back even pre-social media that, I don't know, like, it, when you pick up the phone and there's a, a, a customer or, or someone else on the phone, it's very hard to end the phone call. You can very easily get drawn into long-winded chats, get asked questions that you need to, to do some research on. I very quickly personally made the decision that if it's an important call, they'll leave a message. If it's not an important call, they won't leave a message. That's one thing. Then when they leave a message, whoever they may be, it gives me the time to prepare my answer so I don't get caught on the phone forever. Or, or you know, I can, I can deliver the outcome they want in a pre-prepared way rather than getting caught on the fly. But it also, it's much deeper than that too, James, because it feeds into the bigger picture time management issue, which for me at that time was a big issue. You know, constantly, like, you know, you get stuck on a half-hour phone call, you get off, you've got another five messages. So I, for me, it's, it was transitioning away from being chasing my tail to being a little bit in control of my tail. And then the second thing which you mentioned, which is equally, if not more important, which is the evolution of this industry. This era that I'm talking about back then was when brokers' position in the market was very much about easy access. It sort of, yes, you had your initial Aussie home loans type businesses that were cheaper than the banks, but very quickly it transitioned to, oh, while you're trying to get hold of someone at the bank, the broker will be at your house at nine o'clock at night. So the industry was in that position at that time, but it's moved on from that. But a lot of brokers haven't, right? You mentioned it, and I just want to emphasize it. Broking is the only industry I can think of where the customer dictates your availability. Right, And that might sound odd. What other industry? Accounting, financial planning, legal, the medical industry, you know, no other industry I can think of do you ring up and, um, you know, the service provider bends their um, schedule to be available when it suits you. Now, I know that's controversial, but the bottom line is it doesn't cost you any business. It actually limits 
the client's desire to deal with you. So that was the other thing you mentioned, James, which is super, super important, which I really encourage all our listeners to think about, and that is psychologically, your customers will want you more, at least the same or more, if they have to go through an appointment or a slight wait to get hold of you. And please don't confuse this with responding to leads. You know, it doesn't mean that you delay calling a real estate agent back if they've got a lead, but it's it's a positioning thing, right, James? It is. It is. It's a big positioning thing. So if we if we focus a little bit more back on distraction, um, uh, you know, that's a pretty simple one to overcome. It's, well, turn the email and phone off and actually focus on getting some work done for an hour and then check the phone, check the email at the end of the hour, respond to messages and phone calls then. Uh, that's the first place to start is just by removing notifications. And um, I have my phone permanently on silent. I have no notifications on my phone. I have no notifications on my laptop. Uh, I dictate when people can get to me. And I think most mortgage brokers can get to the same status and the same point where they don't need to run at the drop of a hat and grovel. It's a little bit like, uh, what's the industry, Ash, where the accident lawyers, where there's a car crash on the freeway and all those... The ambulance chase injury lawyers run out to the scene to sign that client up to be their accident attorney or lawyer, right? It's the same thing with mortgages. If every broker continues to bend the rules at the drop of a hat, go out to see a client on weekends, uh, answering their phone at the drop of a hat, that's what clients are going to expect. And here's the funny thing. People don't need to get through to their broker at the drop of a hat. You know, if you're looking to buy a property, that's not, it's not like popping down to the shops to buy a carton of milk. You'll, if you're looking to buy a property and refinance, that's a big decision. It's not something that you call your broker and if they don't answer uh, and don't call you back for an hour or two, you're gonna go somewhere else, right? That's not going to happen. This is a big decision and it's just a strange psychological service positioning that the industry has evolved on and it just hasn't stopped. And unfortunately, what we're seeing is it's causing a ton of brokers to be super inefficient, chasing their tail and working 40, 50, 60 hours a week, not even writing that much business because they're so busy just responding to, let's be honest, crap. Mm. notifications, emails, phone calls, things that are essentially pointless most of the time and just interruptions when they should be focusing on building their business, building systems, going after strategic lead generation efforts, uh, actually submitting applications, doing all the things that you really can't do if you're distracted. And there's scientific studies that show, and I think this came out in the the 1980s or 1990s where multitasking became the big thing and it was like oh, I'm going to have three or four monitors and screens at home and I'm going to have 30 windows open I'm going to do 10 things at once that became all the rage where mm -hmm. now the science is is in and it's proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that 
multitasking is the dumbest thing you could do and yep. it it just does not work uh, it burns people out it stresses people and it's so much less efficient uh, we need to quit it multitasking is a form of addiction i've spoken about this a lot you know if you're multitasking you have an addiction problem yep. and you right so you need to deal with it right now quick story james a very quick like just on what you said now we, we deal with a lot of mortgage brokers, right? We've got a lot of members who we help. And one of the things that um, I have seen is two different members in the same situation. Let's just say their businesses are similar, their personal situations are similar. One is doing three loans a month, maybe one to two mil a month, and they're flat out. They're already doing 60 hours a week, and they're flat out doing three, maybe four loans a month, right? As a broker, is working maybe similar hours, they're doing five mil a month, maybe even less hours. So you've got to ask yourself, what is the difference between broker A and broker B? One is working 60 hours to do three loans a month. One is working 50 to 60 hours and doing eight to 10 loans a month. I can tell you right now, listeners, one of the key things is broker B does not respond to all of the phone calls and emails on the fly. They don't multitask. They have a system that deflects those contacts into a catchment, you know, a message, I'll return your call, or they've got VAs, whatever the structure happens to be. I can reassure every listener that is a breadcrumb of success. That is a symptom of a successful systemized broker is they're working less hours and doing more volume than broker A, and one of the key differentiators, if not the number one, is broker A is got their phone, they've got their computer, they've got their iPad, and everything has got notifications on, and they respond on the fly, thinking they're being, thinking they're getting a lot done by hustling. Oh, I'll quickly return that email. I'll quickly respond to that message. I'll quickly return that call. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Right. That's why they get stuck in the mud. That's why they've got no time. And that's why they're sliding down the slippery slope in their business. And that's obviously what we work with a lot, right, James, is to help brokers understand the steps they need to take to systemize that part of their business. And I want to sort of feed this in, in my opinion, to like everything in a successful business that works with or without you, which is what we teach our members, you must systemize and structure the way that you receive and respond to contact. Yep. It's critical. So don't think that because this is a little thing, it's a little pebble in the shoe that you can ignore it because that little pebble in the shoe can bring down the entire business if you don't deal with it. So, yeah, I just would like to sort of, leave that message hanging there with a neon flashing lights, James, and that is key, and I, this is for me, this is hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of brokers, um, past and present, one of the key differentiators is do they or do they not respond on the fly to all the contact they get? Yep. Oh, I, yeah, I agree. And um, we could, uh, this is one of these conversations where we could dovetail into all sorts of subtopics and how to do this and 
trying to overcome the objections and mindset beliefs of our listeners. Um, but I think it's a bit of a conversation starter today. It's a it's a quick episode to throw this topic out there and to challenge the status quo. It's not to give the ABC of exactly how to do this because to turn your phone and email off is pretty simple. You you turn the thing off and you close it down and you focus. But there's mindset, there's accountability, there's some systems involved. Maybe there's some team. You obviously need to have better positioning uh, with your marketing and partners in order to do this. So there's a few things you need to do to do this successfully. But at the end of the day, the solution is still to press a button. Uh, but as we know, Ash, to press the button, you need a serious mindset shift. And I think mm-hmm. that's where most brokers will listen to this and go, yeah, but I can't do that because then I'll lose all of my partners and I'll lose business and I can't afford to do that. And that's going to stop all of those brokers from getting past that hump and getting to the next step. It's disappointing actually Mm. to think that so many of our listeners will not do this because they see it as a negative when in actual fact it's an overwhelming positive if you do it in the right way. Like all things in life, James, some people see a problem other people see an opportunity. And for me, the mindset shift starts with seeing this as an opportunity, not as a problem. Um, and you're right, James, in, in sort of in summary, is yes, it's easy to look at this and listen to it and go, oh, yeah, I'll get around to that one day, but, you know, not today. Maybe the best advice I could give is, you know, where to start, you know. And I think you said it, James, is start by setting up you know, a couple of times a day where you'll dedicate time to responding to messages. And I would just highly recommend everybody listen to this if you're wondering where to start. Don't try and flip this upside down overnight. Start with setting up a couple of times a day where you'll respond to your contact. That's number one. Number two, you don't need your phone on. Turn it on to silent. You know, James, you said it before, I haven't had my phone on ring in 12, 14 years. It's permanently on silent. You'll never, ever hear my phone ring, ever. Why? Why do you Why do you need a sound? It's, you can feel it and you can check it. You don't need it blaring at 80 decibels at you. That's, no. that's number two. Number three, turn notifications off. You can turn them back on later, but turn them off for two or three hours a day while you focus on core competencies loan structures, stuff that you do that makes you money. And then when that hour comes to check all your messages, turn everything back on, see what you've got, and dedicate some time to responding to that without any distraction. It's a focus issue. So that that would be my advice as a summary as to where to start and then, you know, go from there. I mean, I'm on board with that, and I'd like to throw out to the our listeners that they start with something simple like a just do a seven day challenge and see what happens. Just for seven days, you know, right now, as as Ash said, put your phone on silent, turn or not close your emails down so that there's no notifications on your computer. Turn all the notifications off on your phone for seven days. Have n- the ringer on silent, 
and all the notifications on your phone and laptop or computer off. And as Ash said, pick a few times throughout the day to turn the phone on, open the emails and see what's there. And I, I challenge that in seven days, you'll realize that you didn't need to answer the phone. Uh, one of the things I always love doing is uh, a lot of mortgage brokers, they build up their job and their business to be so crucial and important. And like the world is going to end if they don't answer their phone and email. And then they take a week on holiday and they come back and nothing went wrong. This is a little <laughs> bit like that. Give yourself seven days to take this advice and turn the email and phone off and see what happens. Just doing, just checking it once every hour or a few times a day. And I, I would highly uh, hypothesize that for almost all of our listeners, you would have missed nothing, nothing would have gone wrong. And if it does, that just highlights an area of your business you need to work on and systemize. Um, but I would highly encourage everybody to take the seven-day challenge to get over the mindset of I can't do it. Well, take the challenge and see what happens. I reckon you will all be pleasantly surprised. I love it, James. Maybe we'll start a uh, trending hashtag in the industry. It's the hashtag seven-day phone off challenge yeah. but in all seriousness it this is how to go about it like any habit like any little addiction or, or change that you or transformation that we want you know you need to set yourself up to trial it for a period of time and i love what you said about it, it the worst case scenario is it highlights some areas of your business that you can work on I mean, what a great mindset to hold when you're undertaking this challenge. So, yeah, I, I, I love that. Take a seven-day challenge. Do just what James said. I'd love to hear some feedback, actually, from listeners as to um, if they take this challenge, you know, what their findings are. Would love to hear. Yeah, let's, uh, let's see some comments or uh, reviews or comments in the, in, on this podcast or uh, send our team an email or pop it up on social media somewhere. Let us know how you go with the seven-day challenge. Pretty straightforward. Turn everything off. Autoresponder on your email. Voicemail that says, hey, I'll call you back in the next hour or two. Easy. And uh, you, you guys will love it. Do it. Um, Ash, I love these little conversations. And this is a simple one. It's one, we, one of the first things we get each and every of our members to review. And it makes huge difference to all of them. So I hope it makes a difference to our listeners. So uh, looking forward to our next conversation. Good one, James. That little doors swing big hinges. That's a little hinges swing big doors for sure. So yeah, loved it, James. Loved it. Talk next time. See you, Ash. Thanks for joining this episode of Mortgage Broker Acceleration. It's now time to grow your mortgage business, your income, and your lifestyle too. If you want to accelerate and learn from the best, head over to brokerworkshop.com and join the next deep dive training with James and Dash. That's www.brokerworkshop.com. Until next time, go get them.